My name is Jeremy Devins, and welcome to the Quiet Mind Yoga Podcast, episode 159. And this is actually one of my favorite classes that I've taught over the years. It's a gentle yoga class for nervous system regulation and some work to build whole body strength, flexibility, and balance. So these are some of the most important things that I teach, the most essential things that you can do in your practice. Being able to regulate your nervous system is the most essential skill you can develop in your practice beyond just simple breath awareness because they're so interconnected. If we take shallow, quick breaths in the upper lungs, we're going to create more of a stress response. If we take slower, deeper breaths into the lower belly, we're going to create more of a parasympathetic nervous system response, a rest and relax response. And sometimes we want one or the other. Neither one is better or worse. We don't want to just be in the relaxed mode. Sometimes we need to be active and focused and task-oriented, and that's good. Sometimes we need to be able to turn it off, and that's usually the harder part, and that's usually the most challenging thing that happens under stress, under difficult circumstances, to be able to down-regulate the nervous system. But for some, and for me, earlier on in my life, it was harder to up-regulate my nervous system, to be more active and be more focused and productive and not get into stuck into that sort of uh, down mode. And I, you know, a lot of issues going up with that and uh, learning how to navigate that. And yoga and doing more uh, movement in my body helped me really learn how to activate that. So in this class, I'll share ways to do that and ways that you can learn how to regulate your nervous system as well as build strength, flexibility, and balance, which is the foundation of everything I teach inside of the Quiet Mind Yoga Teacher Training. And over the next several weeks, I'll be sharing some of my more some more of my favorite episodes, favorite classes that I've taught. Uh, these are new episodes; a lot of them will be. Uh, this one is new. This isn't hasn't been on the podcast before. Uh, so I'll be sharing new episodes and favorite sequences, things that I've gotten rave reviews about from students who were at these classes and the ones that just felt really in alignment for me. Sometimes for me as a teacher, I can just feel this sort of something is a little different. It's a little more tapped in and connected to that state of samadhi that we are working towards in yoga practice, equanimity, presence, clarity. So I felt that when I was teaching this class and I made a note of that and saved it to share a special event, a special time. And over the next couple of weeks, I'll be sharing some of my favorite classes like this as we lead into the next Quiet Mind Yoga Teacher Training. It's all online at quietmind.yoga/ytt. You can enroll now. Class is limited to 12 students, keeping the class small and engaged. And enrollment closes March 22nd, 2021. Uh, so it's closing in just a couple of weeks. If you're thinking about checking out, reach out to me. Happy to talk to you about it, see if it's a good fit. You can message me at jeremy.quietmind on Instagram or uh, jeremy at quietmind.yoga is my email address. Reach out if you have any questions, if you want to have a quick Zoom chat, see if it's a good fit for you and tell me about your history and background because uh, I'm looking for people who want to really go deep into their practice. And if you're enjoying these podcasts, I think you'll love the teacher training. And thank you for listening. Thank you for being here. Hope you have an awesome practice today and an awesome rest of your week. And I look forward to sharing more with you soon. When you're ready, you can start to come down to your back and we'll take the next minute or so to transition into this time to practice.
So if you want to just lay still and settle in, that's helpful. You can do that. Or if you want to make any little movements, uh, listening to your body, do that. You have the next minute or so just for yourself. And notice your breath here. It's a little bit slower, a little bit deeper breath. Often throughout the day, it starts to get a little shallow and into the upper lungs, maybe a little shorter in the breath, but just letting it lengthen out a little bit, a little bit deeper down to the lower belly. And start to bring the knees in to rock side to side on the back, massaging the back. To hold outside of the shins or the feet for happy baby pose. And you can stay still or move here. You could extend one leg at a time if you want. So as always, we'll do a full body practice, a little bit of everything, starting with some simpler postures, going into some deeper postures later, building strength, flexibility, and balance throughout the class. Now bring your feet together down to the mat, so knees are apart, feet are together. Arms can just rest uh, beside you or on the belly or arms overhead, creating a little back bend if you want. And start to bring the knees back together, right ankle over the left thigh to supine pigeon pose. You can hold hands behind the left thigh or shin. And shoulders and neck stay relaxed. Imagine your breath is like a sense of touch and awareness that you can move into the outer right hip. So we're working our way all around the legs, all the major muscles to create a little length in each area about 40 seconds with each pose, enough time for the muscle fibers to start to lengthen, the nervous system to start to uh, relax into that area. Now keep your legs just like this, but let your arms open out and bring your legs down to the left. So you're in a twist of legs can stay like that pigeon pose in the twist, or you can cross the legs or stack the legs, any other variation, but some amount of rotation in the spine now and arms out either like a T or goal post and the head turns away from the knees to the right. So the whole spines in a little rotation. You might even be able to get into some different angles of the outer right hip. The breath is the fastest way to access and affect the nervous system. If we take shallow, quick breaths, 
that's more likely to stimulate the sympathetic nervous system or fight or flight mode. If we take slow deep breaths, more likely to activate the parasympathetic nervous system, rest, digest, heal mode. And that's where we build flexibility and even where we build strength throughout this practice. We'll start to come back to center and to the other side. Now left ankle over the right thigh into pigeon pose. You can hold hands behind the right thigh or shin. Just make sure the shoulders and neck can stay relaxed. And your breath like a sense of touch to move into the outer left hip. And take the arms out and slowly lower the legs to the right. Again, it might be like that pigeon shape or some version of a twist. Turning the head to the left, getting the whole spine into a slight rotation. It takes about 40 seconds to a minute or so for that process of the, the brain to send the signal that the muscles, the body is safe and the muscles can start to lengthen the muscle fibers and release tension and become more flexible. We'll come back to the center. One more thing here on the back. So I take the right foot under the left leg. So you grab with your left hand, grab onto the right foot. So we're getting a stretch in the right quadriceps, the front of the thigh. If there's any pain in your right knee, put your blanket under the right knee. So you've got some support there. So you don't want to feel anything in the knee. You want to feel this mostly in the quadriceps, the muscle. And if you're okay there, you want a little more, you can bring your left knee in with the right hand and a little bit out to the left to intensify that stretch. Last thing you could add is a contraction of the right glutes. That also helps to extend the right hip. All right, everything I said there is optional, so you can do more or less listening to your body, doing what feels right for you. And slowly release to the other side, same thing. Left foot to the right hand. Usually one side's a little tighter, so if you need the blanket under the knee here, do that. Uh, and again, your right knee could stay bent or bring the right knee into the body to intensify a little bit. Last thing is you could contract the left glutes to extend the left hip.
And slowly release here, either rock forward and back along your spine or over to your side to eventually come up to hands and knees. And then here's where we'll put the blanket under the knees for some padding. And start to make any movements in the spine that feel good, all directions, listening to your body. So we worked our way all around the legs except for the back of the legs. So let's go there into downward facing dog, lifting the hips, letting the heels move towards the ground. You can bend one knee at a time, just easing into the calves and hamstrings. And let's all let the left knee bend and keep that left knee bend and press the right heel down towards the ground, just focusing on the right leg. Back of the leg lengthening. Now switch to the other side. Right knee bends, left heel presses down, any amount towards the floor. And now both heels pressing down, any amount. And back to the hands and knees, knees on the blanket. So we'll move our focus up into the spine. So moving the spine forward and back as you inhale, cow pose, extending the spine. As you exhale, cat pose, rounding the back. A few times with your breath, inhaling cow, exhaling cat. No rush. This can be as big or small as you like. You can add variations to this if you want. <clears throat> Then we'll come back to neutral spine, to cow pose, letting the spine extend, the tail and the chin and the heart lift. And then reach your arms forward towards the corners of the mat, keeping that extension. Hips stay over the knees, you lower the forehead down to the floor, or if you're more open in the neck, maybe the chin down to the floor. So now we're moving spine through all five directions of movement that it can go. So holding here, letting gravity do the work of sort of pulling the body down towards the ground to extend the middle upper back. Now we'll come into a side bend. Walk your arms to your left, letting the left side shorten. So the right ribs, right arm can lengthen out any amount and breathe into the right rib. So when you inhale, there's a little expansion in the intercostal muscles. When you exhale, maybe a softening of tension in between the ribs. Now come back to center and over to the other side, arms to the right. Let your right rib shorten so the left side can lengthen and breathe. Emphasize the breath into the left ribs, left lung. And come back to the center. 
So the next movement of the spine with the hands under the shoulders, so tabletop to start, and you'll inhale, left arm opens up towards the ceiling, and exhale, thread it through in a twist. We'll do that a few times, inhaling up, exhaling the thread through with your breath. And the next time you come down, we'll stay there in the twist. Hold and breathe. You can make any variation, modification of this. Emphasize the breath into the back of the lungs now. All right, so we have pretty much anywhere throughout the torso, we have we can, areas we can emphasize the breath. So here, the back of the lungs, under the shoulder blade. Sometimes I imagine like with each of these movements, we're shining the flashlight of attention and mind-muscle connection to each of these areas of the body. So by the end, the whole body feels a little lighter and brighter, a little more mind-muscle connection. You're able to activate, able to stretch throughout the whole body. And we'll start to come back to the center and we'll go to the other side, the same thing. Just inhaling the arm up, exhaling, threading through a few times with the breath. And next time you come down, we'll stay there, reaching through the arm and into the twist. And any variation of this, the emphasis on rotating the middle upper spine, the thoracic spine, and breathing into the upper back under the shoulder blade. The breath has a wave-like rhythm to it. Even just listening to the, the subtle sound of your own breath can have a calming effect on the nervous system. And that calming effect helps the muscle fibers lengthen, helps the tension release. And we'll come back to the center. And the last spinal movement we'll emphasize here, the, the spinal flexion. So you round the back like cat pose. Stay there or move your hands towards the knees. Now here you can stay there or tuck your toes and move the head towards the knees to grab onto the heels and lift the hips into rabbit pose. So there's a sort of pulling the upper back, uh, a really, really deep rounding of the upper back here. Can, again, all that stuff is optional, so you can do more or less if you want. But wherever you're at, breathing into the space between the shoulders and the back, emphasizing the breath in the back of the lungs. And unfurl the spine out of that position, back to neutral to downward facing dog, again, bending one knee at a time. And this movement is called axial extension of the spine. It's almost like a decompression, but gravity is doing some of the work to lengthen the spine. And step the right foot forward into a lunge, left knee down to the blanket or the mat and float the arms up into this low lunge, Anjaneyasana. So arms can be up like a V or like a W, elbows in, or hands on the waist. You take your shoulders out of it. 
If the arms are up, we just want to make sure that we're not shrugging the shoulders up into the ears, but we're relaxing those upper traps that tend to get overactive, using more of the strength of the shoulders. Hold and breathe here. You can focus your gaze at a single spot somewhere in front of you. And then you'll lower the hands to step forward to the forward fold at the front of the mat. Knees can bend a lot in this first one. You can hang out, hold the opposite elbows. And for this one, let's just let the neck really let go. No effort in the neck. So again, the neck and upper shoulders tend to get overactive for a lot of us, especially on uh, sitting or on devices. So just let gravity decompress the spine. Lower your hands down and step your right knee back and down to the low lunge again on this side. So the left foot is forward and then arms again float up either like that V shape or W shape. If you're in the W shape, moving your shoulder blades down and together. It's a little bit of retraction of the shoulder blades. So you strengthen the back. Find the spot to focus the gaze. And even though we're pretty, pretty solid base, there's still a little wobble. There's a little balance we find here. So we're starting to build more activation, a little strength and balance in the body. Next exhale, lower the hands. You step forward to the forward fold again. Again, you can hang out here, or you can make this more active now, grabbing onto the legs to pull into a slightly deeper forward fold. Always being mindful of the low back, so there's no pain in the back here or the hamstrings. Now we'll step the left foot back, so we're in a high lunge. So the back knee stays lifted this time, and the arms float up. So right leg, right knees over the ankle. Arms either up like a V or a W here. If you feel unstable, turn your back heel down. Right, so back heel lifted, a little more uh, challenging to the balance. Back heel down makes it a little more stable. You just want to make sure if you do that, your hips also turn a little bit out to the left. So any, any of these versions here, the high lunge. Starting to activate the legs. So we've done that opening now, so we can retrain the legs for strength. So we're not adding tension on tension, we're adding strength on flexibility. Next exhale, lower the hands down to step forward to forward fold. Again, just either hang out or make this more active if you want. And then step the right foot back to the same thing on the other side. So either high crescent lunge with the back heel lifted or more like a warrior one with the back heel down. All right, so back leg is straight and the front knee is bending over the ankle. So you can scoot your left foot forward a little bit here. Got it. Arms again can be like a V or W or hands on waist. You can take your shoulders out of it anytime. Even though there's more activation here, it's still that relaxed breath, like in the beginning. 
Next exhale, lower the hands a step forward to forward fold and either hang out or more active if you want. And then we'll step back to a plank pose. And if your blanket's still there on the mat, you can move your blanket to the side. And you can keep the knees straight, lifted, or one knee down or both knees down, but some amount of activation of the upper body now. So we're starting to strengthen the front of the body. We'll hold and breathe here. If your wrists are sensitive, make fists with your hands. Finding that relaxed breath, less effort in the breath, even though there's more effort and activation in the body. And then we'll slowly lower all the way down to the stomach. And we'll start to activate the back of the body. So hands are under shoulders, elbows are in, and the hands float off the mat. So it's like a baby cobra pose. Shoulder blades retract. Now we'll lift the legs off the mat with a slight bend in the knees. So just enough that you feel your hamstrings activate. So we're activating the whole back of the body, the glutes, hamstrings, even point your toes to activate the calves. And last thing now, point your fingers back with the palms facing down to the floor and straighten the arms to activate the triceps. So all the back of the body, all the major muscles building strength and endurance here. And slowly release down. Turn your head to one side. So let everything relax for a moment. Letting go of effort. Just as valuable and important as being able to activate is being able to deactivate. So the muscles can turn off when we need to. They can also turn on when we need to. Do that same little sequence. So hands under the shoulders again to just lift the head and the, the chest a little bit off the ground. Shoulder blades retract. So building that strength in the upper back. Legs lift with a slight bend in the knees. Just building that strength in the hamstrings. Point the toes, getting the calves to work as well. And the last thing, arms reach back with the palms facing down. Straight arms to activate the triceps. Hold and breathe, feeling for that muscular activation, the mind-muscle connection. And then slowly release, turn the head to the other side from before, letting the effort fade out of the back, especially around the paraspinals, the muscles that go right along the spine all the way up the back, letting those start to soften. Sometimes it's hard to, to release, that's okay, but that intention at least of giving yourself permission to let go of effort. Become like dead weight for a moment. Then we'll start to come back to hands and knees. And one more time to plank pose. Again, these can be down or legs straight or one knee down, but here the focus on activating the front of the body. And if you want a little more challenge with this, you could lift your right 
foot. So that creates an instability, so our body has to become more stable. And switch if you have the leg lifting. And lower and back to down dog. And start to walk the feet up to the front of the mat to forward fold. And with a little bend in the knees, come up halfway. So like a, almost a 90 degree angle. So your, your back is kind of like locust pose again here. And you feel the muscles of the back activate or like spinal extension again here. And then let that all go and round the back folding in. Now with a bend in the knees, roll all the way up to standing. Head comes up last. Starting to activate your core as you come up. Now we'll move with the breath a couple of times. Inhale to reach the arms up. Exhale to fold all the way down. Inhale, half lift, kind of like locust in the back. Exhale, fold in, rounding the back. Inhale, reach all the way up. Exhale, hands to heart, smooth and fluid. Inhale to reach up. Exhale to fold all the way down. Inhale, half lift. Knees can stay slightly bent. Exhale to fold in. Inhale to reach all the way up. Exhale, hands to heart. Inhale to reach up. Exhale to fold all the way down. Inhale, half lift. Exhale, fold in. Inhale, reach all the way up. And exhale, hands to heart. Now we'll pause here and bring the hands to the waist to step the right foot back, maybe two feet, maybe a little longer. The further back you go, the more challenging this will get. But we're going to go from here to leaning forward and lifting the back leg, maybe just an inch off the ground today. Eventually start going more parallel to the floor and maybe bring the hands to the heart or arms out, any variation to warrior three. Doesn't matter how far you go, it's more valuable is that mind-muscle connection to use the strength you built with the balance that you built. And then we'll slowly come back up to standing at the front of the mat, hands on the waist, find your center and stability again. Left foot steps back a foot or two, maybe further. Hinge forward at the waist and lift off. So you wanna find somewhere you can hold and breathe, maybe five breaths or so. And if you can do that today, maybe tomorrow, next time you can go a little higher. But if not, totally fine, just being where you're at and finding a place you can hold and breathe. And slowly back up to standing. Now we'll bring the arms up overhead and move the hips back and down into chair pose. Either arms stay up like a V or hands to the heart or hands on the thighs. But here we just wanna focus on strengthening the legs first and then maybe the core and then maybe the back with the arms. If there's any back pain though, do less. Just notice that quality of stability, centering, heating in the body after the instability of the balance. 
Forward fold at the waist and step out to your left into a wide stance. So all 10 toes facing towards uh, the left side of the room. So you want your feet on the mat so you have a little more stability and toes pointing out to your left. Yeah. And you can have hands on the thighs, the shins, maybe down to the floor. If you have any blood pressure issues, high blood pressure or low blood pressure, keep your head in line with the tail. So don't let the head go below the heart unless you know that's okay for your body. Any version of this is fine. You can hold opposite elbows, move your arms back. It's whatever feels good here. Uh, but the inversion, the head below the heart, coming out of the active postures into the more so a little bit deeper flexibility. From here, spring your hands to your shins or thighs and start to bend the knees side to side. And again, if you're a little more open here, you could bring hands to the floor. Uh, you could even go all the way to Skandasana if you know that, where you kind of bend one knee to a half squat and turn the other toes up. But any amount of side to side is good here, just listening to your body. So let's make sure we move through all planes of motion throughout the practice. And we'll come back to center, to that same starting position. Bring your feet in just a step or two closer together. And bring your hands to the thighs. And move shoulder to opposite knees. You're rotating the middle, upper back, left to right. And if one spot feels really good, stay there. Or just keep moving side to side. And we'll come back to center to bring the feet in another step or two. And with this one... You can lift your heels as you lower the hips down to a low squat, or heels can be down to the floor if that works for you. You can also have your heels on your blanket. So any amount into this lower squat, knees wide apart, hands come together at the heart, hips lower down. And then we'll bring the hands down and Lean back onto the hands to lower your tail down and turn towards the front of the room again with feet together and knees apart. So Baddha Konasana bound angle. So you can stay tall in the spine and hinge forward at the waist, or you could just let your back round. If you've got some tension here in the legs, the calves, you can press into that, massage that out, maybe in the feet. So building on that same version of this we did earlier at the beginning, maybe you feel a little more open here, maybe not, right? So just giving ourselves a space to maybe open a little more if the body is open to it today. And then I'll start to sit back up, bring the knees back towards each other, feet on the mat, and let your knees rock side to side. Doesn't matter how far you go, just some movement in the hips. And let your knees lower to your left and stay there. So you get the uh, right knee to the left foot. This helps you uh, rotate to your left, turning until you can't turn anymore, and then come down to the hands or elbows, or maybe even all the way down towards the floor, stretching into the lower right side of your back in the QL. 
and start to come back up to center and let the knees lower to your right. Same thing. Rotating the spine to the right until you can't go any further than down to the hands or elbows. Eventually, maybe the head comes down towards the floor. Listening to your body. We'll come back up to sitting and find a comfortable seated posture. So just sitting cross-legged or maybe you have uh, your blanket rolled up under your tail and you sit up on that. Sometimes that can help for the low back. And we'll move our focus up into the neck. So just finding a comfortable seated posture, shoulders relaxed. And we'll move the chin towards the ceiling and then down towards the chest. So moving forward and back in the neck. And with these movements, doing your best to stay neutral below the neck. So there's no compensation in the spine or the shoulders. And just building this uh, ability to move the neck. And then we'll come back to center and rotate left to right. If there's some limitation here, that's okay. It's normal. Just working with what's available. It's moving side to side. And we'll come back to center. and. Move the chin towards the shoulders. So there's a little like quarter circle here, chin down to the chest and then to the shoulder, side to side. A little bit of the ear towards the shoulder when you get to the end of that movement. Stretching out the levator scapula, the back of the neck. And now we'll make a big circle, like drawing a circle with the nose. And again, if there's any weak spots or sensitive spots, just work around it. Don't push into it with this. And slowly move to the other side, the same thing, other direction. Jaw stays relaxed, easy, lazy movements, not trying to push anything here. And then we'll come back to center and walk your left arm out to the left, right arm out into a side bend. If you're a little more open here, you might lower your uh, left elbow down towards the floor or to the blanket. And you can turn your neck down and up or hold in one of those spots. This creates a little resistance in the neck and a little strengthening in the neck, especially if you look up. And keep that and we'll start to straighten that uh, left arm again so we can reach the right arm out and keep this little tug on the shoulder as you move your neck around all directions and slowly back down to the other side. Starting with that side bend, right arm is down, left arm reaches. Again, you might lower your right elbow down to the floor or a blanket. You can turn, move your neck or hold it in one position. It's all just exploring. There's no right way, just listening to your body. And then we'll come back to that right hand and reach the left arm straight out. So keep this little tug on the upper traps and move the neck around. Exploring motion here. 
easing into the neck and slowly back down back to center and to either stay in this seated position we'll do a little breathing practice either here or come down to your back and uh, you can do it there there'll just be uh, two or three minutes here for this breathing practice so you can do it seated or laying down Getting comfortable, finding a position you could stay in for a little bit. And we're going to emphasize the exhale. So you're just going to sit comfortably. If it's helpful, you can bring your hands into Gyan Mudra. That's the thumb and index finger touching. And the other fingers are out. And the shoulders and neck as relaxed as you can. And you're going to internally count the breath so inhaling to five exhaling to eight so this helps to stimulate the parasympathetic nervous system helps us go into more that rest digest relax response so inhaling to five exhaling to eight if counting is distracting don't count it just feel it out but if counting is helpful you can mentally count so at your own pace begin inhaling to five exhaling to eight all through the nose Release the counting of the breath and the pranayama practice and just start to come down to your back. So resting in Shavasana. If for any reason you want to stay seated and meditate, you can do that. But when you're ready, you can lay back and get comfortable. And scan the body. If there's any obvious areas of active tension or Anything that doesn't need to be tensing up that can soften here. The forehead, neck and shoulders, the belly, all the way down to the hands and down to the feet. Just as important as practicing that activation, directing the breath, directing energy, 
movements, it's being able to do nothing, to just rest, to just let everything go and let the body do all of its natural repair, recovery, rest processes. If the mind is still active today, moving the attention from the head down into the heart. And before you make any movements, just observing the body, the physical body, maybe a little more open, a little more awareness throughout the body. Observing the breath, maybe the breath's a little softer, subtler, a little less strain in the breath. And observing the mind, maybe the thoughts a little quieter, maybe not, just noticing what's there. And that part of us that can observe and witness these things that doesn't change, it watches everything else that changes is the Atman or true self in the yoga philosophy. And moving more and more from that place, that witnessing awareness, choosing how to respond, not reacting, observing our body, mind, and breath. You can always come back to that anytime stress, fear, anxiety, tensions arise. You can observe and choose how to respond. Start to move the arms and feet arms and legs, hands and feet, and eventually coming over to one side, resting on your side. And slowly back up to sitting. Just take your time. It's finding that comfortable seated posture again. And we'll close with the hands together at the heart to bow the mind to the heart and to each other. Thank you all for practicing today. Namaste.